Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons okay so uh ophelia and uh jean-claude pierre paul you guys are in uh arnold payne's general store uh and ophelia you just saw something real bizarre when you looked out the the front window and uh we're kind of looking in the wood line you saw uh, seemingly a woodland creature that would be natural in this habitat but it seemed odd like its proportions weren't quite right you know its limbs weren't the usual size of a normal deer uh and its eyes seemed to kind of bulge out of its skull a bit and then it kind of took off into the woods and you see it kind of just the last trace of it kind of vanish from eyesight and when you turn and look, you see uh, uh, Jean-Claude is at the uh, counter with uh, Arnold Payne. Uh, hey, do you guys see what's what's out there? Do I see? What do you mean, what's out there? There's like out a... The, out the out window? The window. There's like a deer. Uh, I go over to the window. Arnold Payne uh, uh, kind of, you know, uh, uh, shouts out and he's like, uh, yes, they're they're quite common in this area. Nothing to be alarmed of. Uh, do you have a fear of deer? Well, not really. Just this one doesn't look right. Uh, Jean-Claude, uh, go ahead and make a uh, perception check with disadvantage. That is a... Eight. With an eight, you look out and there's maybe a little bit of movement, but you don't really see much of anything. Uh, I don't see really anything out there. Uh, what, what, uh, what was? What's got you so hot and bothered about this deer? It just looked funny. Like, and I try uh, my best to describe the the deer, but like, like I, my mind is still like trying to like wrap itself around what I just saw. Yeah, Ophelia attempts to explain uh, what it looked like, and uh, it from her description, it sounds awful creepy. Um, oh, it's not like any deer I've ever seen. Uh, what about you, Mr. Payne? Arnold Payne looks up, and uh, he says, Well, uh, if you must know, uh, from time to time, I've seen uh, creatures that are coming out of the, the woods to the south, and 
yes, they, they do seem a little irregular, but I'm hardly a hunter or gamesman. I, I don't really know much about the woodland creatures out there. It must be some natural mutation, I would uh, suppose. Can I roll insight on that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 17. Yeah, uh, he is telling the truth. He does not know much about woodland creatures. Uh, you think there's maybe a touch of denial in that, though? And not necessarily, like, he's trying to, like, lie to you so much as you think he's more lying to himself. Do you, do you have any of the townspeople said anything about the animals? No, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, uh, I, I don't usually chat with uh, uh, too many townspeople about the, you know creatures uh, in the nearby area uh, though i do have some hunters and uh trapsmen uh who you know frequent the the store and uh, they don't seem to mind or be bothered by such things uh perhaps it's natural for this area i, I don't really know i'm a bit of an outsider myself you see so seems so very strange uh we have people having bad dreams and uh strange animals and uh whatever's going on uh, in the ravine over there um this seems to be a very strange place. Yes, the, there's odd things that happen in uh, Lava Cloud Village from time to time, but uh, I mean, you two are going to be leaving town soon anyway, right? You'll be heading, uh, I think you said you were going north? Uh, did you say you too? Uh, yeah. Wait. Um, That's not right. Where's, uh, where's Lysander? You guys look around. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, 22. Uh, a... 16. With a 16, you do... Neither, I mean, neither of you see Lysander anywhere. He's not in the store. Uh, with a 16, you look around and you poke around at items where, where, you know, he was sort of looking at, uh, items on the shelf before. And, I mean... Anything he was looking at seems to be back in its proper place. Uh, with the 22, uh, Ophelia, you take a, a glance at the back. You don't really, you know, it's not like Arnold Payne has invited you to the back room or anything like that. But you take a look back there and the door is closed to the back. Uh, and it you're sure you would have heard it open. And the front door as well is closed. It's uh. as if Lysander vanished. He's not here. But you don't see evidence of them. You don't see tracks in the ground uh, or tracks in the dust or anything. It seems like he's just been spirited away. Um, uh, Mr. Payne, uh, did you see our friend uh, walk out? Um, oh. oh. Was there a third one of you? Uh, yeah. yeah. Dwarf. Dwarf. I mean, I know he's, I know he's short, but uh, he's very loud and clanky and uh, kind of has a big mouth. But uh, you would have seen him. Oh, yes. You're, you're quite right. Uh, he was. Uh, he, I mean, he must have left. I don't see him. Uh, hold on. And Arnold Payne uh, opens the door to the back room and walks in. And he comes back out a moment later. And he says, well, nobody's in the back room. He must have left. I didn't hear the door open or close. Uh, I don't think I did. We would have heard him leave. Uh, he's, he's not quiet. Huh. Lysander, you big kidder, get out here. And you shout, and there's no response. Just silence. 
And Arnold Payne says, uh, he must have, you said he was a dwarf, right? He must have gone to the tavern and gotten himself a drink. Maybe, uh, you know, he slipped out while we were discussing matters. Uh, well, getting a drink mild, does mildly like racist, him. but uh, <laughs> we should probably go. Uh, we should probably go check that out. Arnold Payne can't contest with that. He, he that was mildly racist of him to assume that Lysander would go out and get a drink, even though it might be accurate. <laughs> uh, Arnold says to to come get him if if you still can't find him, and he'll be on the lookout for him as well in case he comes back to the store. Uh, we, we appreciate that, uh, sir. <laughs> Okay, let's, I guess, do we need anything else while we're here? Uh, I go and pay for my uh, caltrops and rations. Yeah, absolutely. You guys uh, drop money and uh, uh, you, you know, gather up the items you buy. Arnold says he'll be on the lookout and, you know, tell uh, your friend that, uh, you know, uh, that you guys are looking for him. And you guys step outside of the uh, general store. This is a little tiny, uh, little downtown, so to speak, of this hamlet uh, of mostly farming vi- uh, farming uh, houses and stuff. And so there's some shops around, uh, blacksmith nearby, uh, things like that. But uh, uh, other than that, the inn is, you know, right across the street, basically. Let's go check out the uh, the bar. Maybe he, he may be there. You never know. It sounds like his kind of place. So you guys head uh, back into the tavern uh, where you spent the, the night last night. And Susanna is uh, uh, there. She's uh, looks like she's getting things ready for the uh, for the day. Uh, and she sees the two of you guys uh, uh, walk in. And she greets you and she says, oh, uh, uh, back to spend some time before uh, taking off. So, uh, Susanna, have you seen our, uh, our dwarf friend, uh, Lysander, anywhere? Dwarf friend? Yes, we have uh, the dwarf, Lysander. He was loud and uh, rude to everybody. She thinks for a moment, and she says, uh, Honey, uh, it was just you two at the inn last night. Did, were you expecting him to come late in the evening? I'm sorry. No, he came in with we, us. We, we, paid for, we paid for three rooms. Count your money. Why don't you check to see if we pay for three rooms? She grabs out uh, a ledger and flips the page and sets it on the counter and she starts sifting through her coins and she says I, I'm sorry to say but it I only see the two of you you don't remember him coming in and asking a bunch of intrusive questions last night no and she shakes her head and she points down at the ledger and and insists that she has just the the same amount of coins she should have if two people uh, we're, you know, here the night before. And do you guys want to take a look? Uh, well, yeah, we'll yeah. take a look. Yeah, so you guys step up and look down. And sure enough, in, in this uh, person's handwriting, uh, there's two entries. There's for you, Jean-Claude, and there's an entry for you, Ophelia. It has your race listed, uh, like a quick little description, essentially. Uh but there's nothing for Lysander. You don't see a dwarf on this page. This is very, very strange. Um, I don't like this. Something isn't right. Something is not right. This place, this whole town is very strange to me. Um, okay. Well, uh, I don't uh, know. I don't know what to do next. Susanna, can I ask you a question? Oh, sure, honey. Have you ever 
had issues with people disappearing before? Uh, roll persuasion with disadvantage. All right. Ah, uh, it's a four. She shakes her head and uh, uh, she says, uh, no, honey, there's no disappearances around here. Uh, nothing, nothing since the, the dark times quite a while back. Can I roll which insight? Way, which we're not allowed to talk about, so there's that. <laughs> uh, yes, you can roll insight, Ophelia. Uh, 18. Uh, she seems to be telling the truth. Apparently something in the past happened in this uh, region. The, these dark times that, uh, 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 you know, have been referenced before. But, uh, no, she seems to be telling the truth about the fact that, like, it doesn't seem like there have been any recent disappearances. Okay, uh, do we, you still have the case, correct? Do I still have the case? Yeah, you look down and you hold the case tight. It's still in your hands. Okay. Well, it's weird that he would leave without getting paid. That's not like him. Uh, no, there's a lot of this that is not like him. Um, I mean, where are there, where else could he have gone? We could check around town, but I don't think we'll find him. This whole thing is really uncomfortable. This is very uncomfortable. Um, okay, here's what we'll do. Let's... Where, where, where do we need to go to get to where we need to get to? And we need to head north. All right. Maybe he went on ahead. We could check there. It's possible. I mean, he's not known to be responsible, but maybe he went to to see our path. I suppose maybe. It is like him to get bored. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want to do in this town? Before, you know, we all disappear. No, I think I want to get out of here before I disappear. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, did you guys want to say goodbye to Arnold Payne before you leave, or are you just taken off? We should uh, probably could... let him know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys head back into Arnold's shop, and uh, and he looks at the two of you and sees that your friend's not there. And uh, he says, you weren't able to find your friend? No, you, you do definitely remember him, though, correct? Arnold kind of nods, and he says he didn't make a very lasting impression on me. Um, and he kind of uh, looks around, he looks out the windows and sees a few townspeople that are walking by. And uh, and he kind of waves his hands for you guys to follow him into the back. Okay, I okay. guess we follow him into the back. Arnold slowly shuts the door. He says, I I don't know what happened to your friend, but strange things have been happening in this city, this town, I should say, for, for some time. Uh, you said you're heading to Rayburn Falls? Yes, that's correct. What I'd like you to do is, when you see the authorities in Rayburn Falls, uh, please let them let them know that strange things are happening in our little hamlet. Talk to the members of the Payne family. Drop my name. I I feel like there are strange times that are upon us, that are coming to Lava Cloud Village. And I have a responsibility to stay here. I own a business in this city. I, I don't want to leave. 
but at the same time, this is rather uncomfortable. Because I, I'm sure I remember your friend, and uh, the inn says that they don't even remember him? No, his name's not on the ledger. They don't have coin for his room. Very strange. Yes, if you, if you could, when you get to Rayburn Falls, by all means, let them know. I, I don't know exactly what happened in this town all those years ago. Uh, but I, from what I understand, uh, they had sent someone, Rayburn Falls, to this uh, little sleepy village. Uh, and at the time, that person apparently shrugged it off and said that there was nothing wrong. And, and then they left, and the townspeople took their word for it, I suppose. All right, well, uh, you take care of yourself. You be careful. Arnold um, nods. and We will uh, absolutely relay that message to, you, to them. And the tiefling says, you, oh, yeah. oh, go on. I say, if you see our friend, uh, can you let him know that we, we carried on to Rayburn Falls? He nods and uh, he says, uh, uh, I absolutely will. Uh, but uh, when you're asking for assistance, uh, the Rayburn Falls may try to do the same thing they did last time and send someone from the college. And that's who came this previous time. Uh, it would be great if you could maybe, uh, even if it has to be someone from the college, you know, see if you can find somebody else to go with. Who them. did they send last time? Oh, uh, it was a woman. Uh, I don't know her name especially well. I believe uh, she was a student with the last name Blightcaller. Blightcaller. Okay. We will uh, make sure that that person is not sent again. Absolutely. Uh, does that name sound familiar to you two? Yes. No, should, it, should it sound familiar to me? Uh, make an intelligence check there, uh, Jean-Claude. Uh, mm, that is a... Oh, I don't know. Not good. Uh, <laughs> a three. Name's awful familiar. Uh, Ophelia? Yeah, I, I whispered to JCPP. I'm like, that's who we're delivering to. Oh. That's you're, right. You're set to deliver that uh, package, the, the, the case, to one Juliana Blightcaller. Oh, interesting. Um, well, this is uh, quite the coincidence. Uh, we are... Uh, going to be traveling to find Miss Juliana Blightcaller. Well, that, yeah, that was her first name, I think. You're, you're set to meet that Juliana Blightcaller? Yeah, we yeah. have a delivery. Huh. And uh, Arnold kind of shrugs and, and just sort of looks confused. And he says, well, um, best of luck to you. Uh, I'll pull down the fort here, and if your friend uh, comes along, I'll certainly send him to the north for you. Do Do you know anything about this uh, Juliana Blackcaller? Like, what did what did you did you see her? I never saw her. Uh, she she had come to this town before the dark times. Uh, uh, from what I understand, something happened in this village, and they wanted backup or a learned person to to investigate some things 
And so they sent for the college, and the college sent one of their supposedly best and brightest students. And this Juliana Blake caller, I guess, came to the village and said, no, no, everything's fine. Go about your business and left. And then the dark time started. I, uh, I don't really know much more than that. That's all I've really gotten out of the townspeople. They don't tend to like to talk about these things. But the dark yes. time started after she came here? That's, to the best of my knowledge, that's how it worked. Hmm. Maybe we should, uh, when we get to Rayburn Falls, maybe we, maybe we have someone other than Juliana take a look at this package first. But where would we take it? I don't know. We'll figure that out when we get there. Arnold Payne uh, lets you know that uh, uh, if, if it's, you know, help breaking into to a box or a case, he sells lockpicks in his shop. But if you're looking for some kind of professional, uh, Rayburn Falls is a big city. It's all like a metropolis. Like, you know, if you're going to find anything, it's going to be in the big city. Yeah, let's not, uh, this thing appears to have some kind of magical seal on it. Let's, uh, let's not break that seal until, uh, until we get to Rayburn Falls. No, but I will take you up on those lockpicks anyway. Uh, he nods, yeah, and uh, you can go ahead and buy a set of lockpicks from him. Uh, go ahead and knock off the money from the player's handbook. I think it's like 25 gold or something. Uh, and yeah, uh, Arnold Payne sells you uh, uh, the, the lockpick set. Uh, he asks if there's anything else he can help with before you guys uh, uh, head off. No, we appreciate your help. Uh, how far to, uh, to Rayburn Falls at this point? Uh, he lets you know that it's, uh, I believe, roughly uh, 150 miles north. All right. Uh, anything we should keep an eye out for while we're uh, traveling? He says, well, uh, the woods to the north, uh, which is where the path will lead you, is certainly the most direct route, uh, though it can be a bit dangerous. There's, you know, uh, monsters and whatnot who that do spend time in those woods. Uh, though uh, uh, you'll likely pass by an old uh, uh, village that was destroyed by goblins. He shrugs and says that uh, I've heard that goblins haven't been seen in the area since around the time that village was destroyed. All right. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, anything else you need, Ophelia? No, I think I got enough stuff and I just like plop plop the lockpicks on in my bag that's already like starting to get overstuffed <laughs> uh and you guys are all set did you guys want to start heading to the north yeah maybe on north. our way out though let's maybe just take a look and see if we see lysander oh uh, both of you make perception checks uh 23 uh six with a six, you look around, and uh, there's certainly villagers walking by. They seem pleasant enough. Nothing really jumps out at you. Uh, with a 23, uh, Ophelia, you get a sort of a nasty feeling in your gut, like you're being watched. And you look around, and the feeling kind of subsides, and you can't really tell where it was coming from. But something about this village, despite its, its you know, very folky kind of pleasantness there's something that kind of just is nasty hanging in the air John claude i think we should probably leave yes i uh, i agree let's get out of here and you guys start heading to the north 
And you sort of stop at the uh, the edge of the little hamlet that before the road goes into, you know, country farms and vineyards and whatnot. And you sort of take a look back and you don't know where Lysander is. And you get a nasty feeling in your gut that you might not see him again. But you guys forge on. Now, when it comes to travel, you guys, of course, have a uh, uh, survival check to find your way. Survival check for finding food and water. Perception check for, uh, uh, you know, keeping a lookout. What would you guys like to do as you guys head to the north? Uh, let's see. We want to do a survival check to find our way. And I don't know what else. Food and water. Uh, or perception I do, check. I, I can do uh, food and water. All right, I'll do survival to find our way. Okay, and then survival for food and water? Yep. Okay. By all means, go ahead and roll away. Uh, 18 for uh, food and water. That is a, an 11 for survival. Yeah, it's a, a, a pretty straight shot to the north uh, on this road. Uh, and so there's definitely trails that lead off to different farms and you know things like that. Uh, but you find your way pretty easy. Uh, Ophelia, you uh, definitely find food and water in this area. Uh, you know, there's plenty of bushes that have berries. Uh, the animals and game to the north don't seem to be as weird and unsettling as the ones that were in the south of uh, uh, Lava Cloud Village. And so after about a half day of travel, you start feeling better. Uh, though you haven't caught up with Lysander if he was on the road. Uh, which is definitely odd. Uh, and as far as that goes, you also haven't seen a trail or anything. You haven't seen his boot prints in the, the, the mud or anything like that. Uh, and so you guys just sort of cross your fingers that, you know, he'll hopefully catch up to you in time. But regardless, uh, you guys... Do you, think, do you think we should slow our pace so that no, he can catch up with us? I think we should just keep on moving. I don't want to stay near that town. That's for sure. Yeah. No. Well, let's let's keep moving, and uh, maybe he will catch up to us. And uh, and if not, uh, we split his share. Yeah. My eyes kind of like light up at the thought of gold. Ching. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it, it sounds like you guys are going to get more money if Lysander's not around. And I mean, feasibly, you know, if he's traipsed off somewhere and just catches up with you after this uh, quest. I mean, feasibly, you know, you could always not give him any money because he abandoned you halfway through and, uh, you know, uh, uh, go about your guys' merry business. Uh, however, That one. Yes. Uh, however, you guys uh, uh, are continuing on and uh, as you guys do so, uh, the the evening starts to, to, to come on you guys. And uh, you guys uh, start to look around for a place to camp. And uh, it looks like the, the, the forests haven't really, you know, uh, uh, kind of like thickened uh, on you guys just yet. It seems like, you know, it's still kind of plains and farmlands and stuff. Uh, nobody seems to be near where you're at now after a, a day of travel. It's been nearly 25 miles. Uh, but, uh, you know, still mostly plains and you know, pockets of trees here and there. Uh, but you guys find a, uh, a nice little area uh, off to the side of the road uh, where you guys can set up camp, and it's time for you guys to, you know, 
start uh, relaxing for the night. All right. Uh, let's keep an eye out. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, I'll go first and do watch, and then you can do your uh, you do your trance, and uh, then I'll sleep after that. Um, we should also be mindful of make sure we don't get caught up to by uh, the people chasing us, because uh, I have no idea if they made it past the uh, the Dragonborn or not, but uh, they may have. Well, they also had to get past the Flame Corps Pass too. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Uh, with the with the crazy uh, magic they've got, uh, anything's possible. Yeah, I definitely don't want them to catch up to us. Yeah, we'll just have to keep moving. All right. Well, let's uh, let's 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 settle down for now. Sure. Uh, so, Jean Claude, you're the uh, the the one taking first watch, correct? Correct. Absolutely. So. Uh, Ophelia goes into her trance. Uh, Jean-Claude, if you wouldn't mind uh, rolling perception for me. Dice just went flying. There we go. Uh, That was a 15. With a 15, uh, you are, are, you know, sitting... uh, Oh, did you guys uh, start a fire, I would imagine? Uh, yeah, we should probably start a fire. Yeah. Oh, Ophelia, what do you think? Yeah, fire? Yeah, I'll start a fire. Okay, okay so... Maybe we'll a... get lucky and Lysander will find it. Maybe. Uh, so you guys are, are resting by the fire and, uh, you know, sitting on a, like a, you know, old tree stump, uh, Jean-Claude. Uh, with a 15, you start to hear what sounds like, uh, uh, wagon wheels. Uh, that are coming from the north and uh, uh, heading south. Okay. Uh, are they... How close are they? Uh, it's in the distance right now. You probably have maybe a minute or so before uh, uh, they'll be on you. Though, you know, at this point, they, um, they, they're quite a hike, and they're not really traveling very fast. Uh, it's uh, just kind of slow, trudging wagon wheels coming from the, the north. Okay. I can't see anything down that way? Uh, you can't... Well, actually, uh, with a 15, you see what uh, looks like a maybe a bobbing lantern uh, okay. way down the way. So it sounds like... Or it seems like they have some sort of light source on them. Okay. Well, I'll just hang out here for now. I mean, if they're in a wagon, they got a light source on them. They're traveling relatively slowly. They're probably not looking to stealth and sneak up on me, so... That seems pretty reasonable. And they're coming from the north. Not the south, so yep. we'll just see how it goes. Sure. Uh, and you guys, uh, or I'm sorry, and you, uh, Jean-Claude, uh, kind of wait for a bit, and about a minute or so passes, and uh, Wagon slowly on the road starts to kind of uh, come to a stop as it's, you know, uh, a bit of a distance from your you know campfire. Uh, and as it does so, you can see that uh, on the uh, wagon seems to be halflings. Uh, you see probably like, you know, two halflings that are, you know, kind of uh, at the front of the carriage. Uh, and uh, they kind of slow to a stop. And one of them takes out another lantern. Uh, it looks like it's uh, being pulled by like maybe like a, a mule or something, like some kind of donkey, uh, like two donkeys. And the... Uh, the figure kind of pops off the, the lantern, holds it up into the air, and you hear him kind of shout towards your camp. Uh, and he says, uh, Travelers? Yes, Travelers. Uh, 
We are indeed. You you as well? And uh, the, the figure who shouted uh, seems to mutter something to the, the, the other driver of the wagon. And uh, he starts kind of trudging up. And it seems like it's a stout halfling. So he's, you know, like three feet tall, you know, Halflings are very small, uh, though because he's a stout halfling, he's a little on the more rotund side. He's not quite the stealthy, lightfoot halfling uh, that would be, you know, like uh, uh, hopping around in the darkness unseen. He kind of trudges up a bit, uh, and he's wearing a pretty nice coat, uh, blues and golds, and like a white undershirt. Uh, and he kind of holds the lantern up as he walks up, and he seems to be mildly hesitant uh, as he walks up. He doesn't get too close. And he says, uh, uh, Traveler. How are you? Oh, oui. Uh, my name is, uh, uh, I need a male name for a halfling. Are you Phil. asking? Yeah. Oh, uh, what was that, Phil? Phil the halfling. Oh, fill up. Says, uh, my name is Philip. Uh, I am uh, from a vineyard uh, to the uh, north, what would that be? northeast. And I was wondering if uh, me and my companions might share at your camp, and uh, uh, perhaps we can uh, uh, keep each other company through the night before parting ways. Uh, Philip, you say? Uh, how many companions do you have over there? Oh, there are five of us. Five of you, and you're from a vineyard? Oh, we, oui, we are from a vineyard. What's this vineyard called? He lets you know uh, that his vineyard... Phil, I uh, like your accent. Uh, you seem to uh, uh, be maybe from the same part of the world that I am. Uh, I don't know if you know me or not. Uh, my name is Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. People call me JCPP. He says... It is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Philip Baril. Baril? Ah, it's a very good name. Uh, obviously, I am JCP. I am, I am the JCPP. He says, uh, actually, does he know you? Let's see. He says, you know, I have heard rumors of a JCPP who uh, uh, does the fighting in the ring. That is, that is me. That is correct. Wonderful. I am, I am the JCPP. It's nice to meet, uh, nice to meet fellow friends here. He says, "Yes, it's uh, these are very dangerous times, you see, and uh, the burial vineyard is uh, uh, very well known for its vine. Uh, we travel around, we sell it here and there. Uh, but I, you know, just thought maybe we could share a bottle and uh, discuss how things are going." Um, I am okay with that for right now. Let's see, yes, come on over here. I, I won't be awake for very long, though. My friend will be taking over soon. He nods and says, uh, uh, we'd be happy to, of course, share in the uh, uh, keeping of the watch. Uh, he has his family uh, bring the uh, the carriage around. Uh, Ophelia, you get the sense that uh, something's happening outside of your trance. Uh you kind of get that maybe like uh, 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 Jean-Claude is talking with someone who sounds eerily similar to him. Uh, but you don't sense danger. Uh, nobody's yelling. Nobody, it doesn't sound like combat or battle or anything like that. Nothing threatening is going on. So you can keep trancing if you like. Uh, but uh, Philip brings his family around. And uh, there are 
uh, two ladies, uh, two men, and uh, one child uh, who uh, are there. And they pull out tents. They bring out, uh, uh, you know, they set another fire up. Uh, you know, they let you know, he says, Philip says, uh, we're not especially uh, adept at fighting, so we tend to just have a few fires going in hopes that it keeps away the wolves and other monsters. Yeah, I understand. Uh, if any trouble happens, uh, my friend and I, we should be able to handle the situation. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, Philip smiles real big, and uh, uh, and they bring out a few bottles of wine, and uh, it seems like they had a pretty long road from where uh, they were heading, and so they let you know that they're going to be up for a little bit drinking. Uh, but if you have questions in the meantime, you can certainly ask. Uh, where, where uh, how far north are you from? Okay. Oh, uh, we're more in the northeast. Uh, uh, I would say it's probably about, uh, oh, maybe about a week's travel through carriage. We are, we are traveling to Rayburn Falls. Uh, how close to Rayburn Falls are you? Oh, Rayburn Falls. Uh, we're uh, oh, probably about uh, 100 miles to the west or to the east of Rayburn Falls. All right. Uh, you know anything about uh, Rayburn Falls? Oh, we. Uh, we have a family that lives in the city, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, we sell many a bottle of wine, uh, casks uh, of, of wine, of course, to the bars that are there. Uh, yeah, it's a, a beautiful city. Uh, it's a city of a giant waterfall. Giant waterfall? I don't know that I've ever seen a giant waterfall. Uh, yes, it's uh, quite gorgeous. It's a beautiful city. Hmm. Why did you uh, do? Do you uh, does your family have a wine business there as well? Oh, we sell uh, uh, you know many uh, many a cask, but uh, we don't necessarily have a shop there. Okay, fair enough. Um, where, where you didn't happen to see a a dwarf uh, on your way here, did you? Maybe down the road a bit. No, no, we saw no dwarf. No uh, one traveling. Uh. No, uh, we, uh, though I will say, uh, we've only recently gotten on this road. Uh, uh, the, there is a road that jets off to the west. Uh, and so we were not on this particular road for especially long. Okay. So the road uh, you traveled to did not go through Raven Falls. It went. Uh, you were you were farther west. Yes, yes. It. Uh, we we. Uh, uh, our uh, home is is you know a hundred miles to the east of Raven Falls, and so we take that road to the south, and it kind of just blends into this road. Okay. Any trouble along the way? No, it's a fairly uh, uneventful trip, uh, though. Too far north, and you get into the the woods, and well, this can be kind of dangerous. Yes, that's what we hear. What uh, what 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 have you heard about these woods? Well, uh, I once had family that lived in the village of Squallfire. Squallfire is that uh, the village? We heard a village uh, was ransacked and burned down. Is that there was that Squallfire? Oh, about fifty years ago. Yes. That sounds terrible. If it, it uh, was, what happened in the village? We don't really know. Uh, things seemed fine, and then abruptly, uh, there, when we uh, tried to make a delivery, it was uh, destroyed. It's 
very strange. We, I lost a cousin in that uh, uh, destruction of that village. I'm very sorry. He kind of nods, and it seems like it's something that's kind of uh, still fresh, you know, in his mind. Uh, 50 years is a long time to you, Jean-Claude, but halflings live for uh, maybe about 200-ish years, I think. Sure. Uh, give or take. Uh, and uh, I, somebody like Ophelia lives almost infinitely longer. Uh, but uh, any other questions before time passes and Ophelia gets up? Uh, no, I think uh, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm going to go to bed as well. And, uh, you know, maybe give the listeners uh, a bit of a rest from my accent. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> uh, you head to bed, and uh, Ophelia, you wake up, and you're introduced before uh, Jean-Claude goes to bed uh, to Philip Barriel. Uh, he's a member of the Barriel family uh, who uh, apparently owns a vineyard. Uh, that is to the east of uh, Rayburn Falls. Uh, a lot of his family has has pretty much going to bed. Uh, he said that he's gonna keep watch uh, for a few, you know, maybe about an hour before he goes to bed. Uh, so if you have questions in the meantime, you certainly can ask them. Uh, would you like to play a game of dragon chess? And I pull out my dragon chess set. Oh, I've had a few uh, uh, drinks, but I think that I can be a good competitor. I rather enjoy this game. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, are you going to gamble with him as well uh, in this dragon chess game and put money down, or no? No, this is just a friendly game. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll intelligence and add in your proficiency bonus. Uh, that is a 21 altogether. You checkmate him in, like, the span of a few turns. Uh, he got a critical fail. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Philip is is delighted he does enjoy the game but uh he's rather impressed with you yeah my me and my sister used to play this game all the time he nods and says oh it is a very fun game uh not many in my family uh have the uh, patience for it but uh i've always enjoyed it even if i'm not very good after a uh, few cups of wine yeah it's it's tough to stay on that competitive edge where are you headed well uh we make a delivery to lava cloud village uh, we'll spend the night there, maybe a couple nights if uh, uh, if we're up to it. And he kind of smiles, and uh, uh, if you want, you can make an insight check on that. Okay. Insight. Uh, 15. You feel like he's been to Lava Cloud Village before and kind of knows about, like, the weirdness and the nightmares and stuff and doesn't seem like he wants to stay much more than, like, one night there. Uh, but he says, he says, we'll... Uh, uh, makes that delivery uh, and head home after that. Mr. Burrell, can I ask you a question? Well, of course. So you've been to Lava Cloud Village before. Have you noticed anything weird there? He says, well, yes, if I'm being 100% honest. What have you seen? Uh, you. How much do you know? Are you aware of these dark times they speak of? I've heard of them, but no one would t give us any information as to what they are. Well, it was, you know, maybe ten-ish years ago. Uh, but I had been making deliveries there for some time, and I saw what had happened and transpired uh, maybe a few times per season. Uh, so I have only a tiny glimpse into what happened, but I can give you all the information I know. 
Oh, that'd be great. Something fell from the sky. I don't know what. Uh, they they seem to think it was some unknown object. Uh, some rock from space itself, can you imagine? Uh, so they sent word to uh, the college in Rayburn Falls to have someone investigate it. As this person seemed to take a sample with them, but said that everything would be fine. And then the the farm that the this rock out of space uh, it seemed to poison the land. Uh, there was a farm there, a Swiftvine uh, family used to spend time there, uh, if I remember right. I didn't know them personally, uh, but from what I understood, they were uh, a well-respected member of the community. Uh, but they became ill. Uh, time went by, and uh, the, the family, I guess, died? I, I don't really know entirely what happened. Uh, but people in the community stopped talking about them. And then, maybe after a season or so, it seemed like nightmares would happen every time I was in that inn. That happened to us, too. Strange, yes. I don't like to think about it, honestly. I couldn't... No, I don't normally dream. It was disturbing. Yes, I couldn't place exactly what the nightmares were, uh, but I did not like them. And... It seems strange that the the whole family had them. Very peculiar. Have you seen any of the weird animals there? Um, he says, yes. I saw a wolf once. But it was no wolf I had ever seen. It seemed like its eyes poured out of its head. I try not to think about that. And he takes a sip of his drink and seems like whatever he saw and whatever that means that its eyes poured out of its head had some horrible impact on poor Philip. And he doesn't... You can press him on the matter, but he doesn't seem to be very chatty about it. No, I'm just going to say, while we were there, our, our friend disappeared. He was with us one minute, and the next... He was gone and no one only only the shopkeeper um arnold payne seems to remember him yes mr payne uh is a bit of an outsider uh he's only appeared in the last however many years in the city uh a very nice gentleman uh i get along with him quite well uh though he does seem to have misgivings about the area though it seems the townspeople do not I wouldn't think that anyone in the town would be willingly try to obfuscate things. Uh, But it is a very, very strange area. I think you would do well to just keep your distance from there. Yeah, that's what we're planning to do, but I can't help worrying that our friend is still there. He kind of nods. He says, well, uh, what is your friend's name? What do they look like? Uh, His name is Lysander, and then I describe him as dwarf with a foul mouth and likes to joke around. Yeah, so you start uh, explaining uh, uh, what he looks like, and you, you say he's a dwarf, beard, foul mouth, 
jokes around and you start to realize that the image of Lysander in your head is almost a little fuzzy. You have a little bit of a hard time explaining what he looks like. But Philip nods along and says, if I see this Lysander, uh, Mr. Rockjaw, I will certainly make sure to pass along that he's needed in the north and to leave that place. Thank you, Philip. He nods. He says, I'll let him on the carriage if I, uh, if I do meet him. Uh, hopefully I can. And he kind of smiles and, and tries to, uh, you think, try to cheer you up a bit. I, I just smile back at him and say thank you. And he nods and uh, he says, well, how's this serious talk and uh, wine is making me think that I should head to bed. Uh, you do not mind keeping watch? I can wake a family member of mine up. No, that's okay. I can I can keep watch. And he nods, and Philip Burial says, Have a very good night, Miss Ophelia. And he heads into uh, what you presume is either his uh, maybe wife or girlfriend's, you're not sure, uh, tent, and the two, and he goes to lay down beside her. Uh, and Ophelia, you're kind of left all alone. Though so there's two fires going, it, it you know there's a lot more people around. It feels a little bit more safe. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, perception check as you keep watch. Uh, sixteen. Well, the sixteen, I. Uh, you look around, and I. Uh, you realize that Jean Claude is not in his tent. Look around, and you get a horrible sinking feeling that that the same thing is about to happen to Jean Claude. Jean Claude, we oui. you open your eyes, and I uh, you're in the tree line. You're like beside a tree uh, near some bushes, and you see the uh, uh the the two campfires going uh and you don't really remember coming out this way i uh, maybe you had to go to the bathroom or something i uh, but nothing seems to be coming to you and you're kind of off on your own it feels a little weird uh make a perception check <laughs> That is a 14. With a 14, you look around, and uh, there's not really much light out here. Uh, but with a 14, you kind of feel around, and uh, you find uh, uh, a rock on the ground. And it's pretty sharp. And you pick up the rock, and it's kind of wet. And, and you realize that you don't have... A, fire or anything or, or, you know, any kind of, like, you know, lantern with you, do you want to head back to the campfire to get a good look? Sure. And you start <laughs> walking back to the campfire, and uh, Ophelia, you see Jean-Claude. After a few moments, you you kind of panic for a brief moment and then see him walking towards you. Uh, make a uh, insight check, uh, uh, Ophelia. Uh, nine. With a nine, he seems to have a weird expression on his face, but you can't quite place what it is. Uh, Jean-Claude, you step into the, the, the light of the nearby uh, tent, 
uh, or the nearby camp, I should say, by all the tents and the two fires. And you realize that the 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 rock that you're holding is slightly damp because it's just covered in blood. And as you look at the rock, you see that it seemed to be cutting into you. On the palm of your hand, it looks like that rock was cutting into your hand, but you don't remember it, and it doesn't seem to be causing you much pain. It's a slightly discomfort, but, you know, it didn't really hurt you too bad or anything. And it looks like you sort of were, maybe somebody, or maybe you, were cutting something into the palm of your hand. Ophelia, I don't know what is going on right now, but it looks like uh, I took this rock and I went into the woods and then I cut my hand. And I don't Why remember did you doing do that? it. I don't know. I don't remember doing it. This is the weirdest thing. I thought we left that creepy ass village. Uh, apparently, it's come with us. No, no, it can't come with us. It it needs to stay where it is. Oh, I know. I, I yeah, I agree. But needless to say, the bloody rock cut hand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why did you do that? I did not. I didn't do it on purpose. I guess I don't know. I don't remember doing it. I was sitting here worried the whole time, and you were out just cutting your hand with a rock. Yes, because that's how I spend my free time. Cutting I don't know my hand what you do. <laughs> I fight people, not myself. Arcana checks for the both of you, if you please. Uh, that is a seventeen. I had a seventeen as well. The two of you look at the the wound, and you kind of clean up the the blood uh, there, uh, uh, Jean Claude. Uh, are you keeping the rock or throwing it away? Um, let's hold on to the rock for the moment. You pocket the rock uh, after wiping off the blood so it doesn't stain your clothes, and uh, you look at your the palm of your hand, and it looks like maybe there was like a symbol that was started on your hand like a few wavy lines and circles but it doesn't seem to make sense maybe it wasn't completed or or it's a symbol you're unaware of uh but i uh, but you have this kind of weird sort of like you know half started symbol cut into your hand what is that i don't know I have no idea. I'm a, I'm a monk. I don't do these things. A perception check for the both of you, if you please. Uh, that is a 10. Also a 10. <laughs> With 10s, uh, you guys get a, a sort of a, a, a gross feeling. And you both sort of look up at the starry sky. And you look over at the, the camp. And the, the black case is still lying beside where uh, Ophelia was. And you guys kind of look back up to double take into the sky. And you just sort of get this kind of gross feeling. Similar to like when you were in the village. It just feels like you're being watched. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause the session.
Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.